the host that will always keep his sexy hair in the orange zone. He's slim. This is Milestone episode 245, and you are listening to the Paper Keg Podcast. (laughs) What an ending. This is the paperkeg.com podcast. I'm I'm out of sorts right now as well. (laughs) This week, we're taking it up a notch. Fitting because Jonesy is near death this week. Why not equal that in comic book form? Superman funeral for a friend. One time for them killers. <laughs> and then we'll read your letters live to close out the show after our book club segment. That's how this podcast works. It's how it's worked for 244 previous episodes. Everyone knows that. You know, offline, the three of us were talking about episode 250, episode 251. Get ready. Hmm. Hmm. Get ready. E-J. It's going to be angelic. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. 250 episodes. Almost here, guys. You know, not a lot of podcasts can say that they've ever made it to 250 episodes. Five years of our lives, guys. Even less five can say they've years. made it past 250 episodes. That's you know? true. Unless you're Echo Riff, then you think you ended on, what, 1354? Yeah, 1354 in 52 weeks of recording. <laughs> It was un- almost unheard of. Eight episodes a week. They Congratulations. Did they did they it. They did it. Good on them. We have three living hosts, uh, one of which is our VP of merch. He's crunching the numbers. He's, he's meeting his KPIs. He's, he's got his data sets done and prepared for the big meeting. Dan Lundescore, welcome back to the show. It feels great to be back, and after all that you know, ambitious talk there, Slim, the only thing I'm left waiting to do is get endorsed on LinkedIn for all of these things, <laughs> obviously, because they're, they're just waiting there, yeah. API up is there. Yeah, and I I'm just have to get on there get, and get, get uh, endorsing. People endorse me that I haven't worked with in six years for things. It's a scam. Because people, it is a, you're right. It's a scam to get each other jobs. That's what LinkedIn is, really, I think. Yeah, I think beyond that, uh, the, the sharing aspect of articles and things, no. I mean, that's no just... Way. No Get that crap out of here. If you've written a blog post on LinkedIn, chances are I never want to speak to you again. That's what it comes down to. Gosh. You're, you're just a different kind of person, you know? I'm sorry. I apologize. That was mean. That was really uncalled for. You know, that wasn't... Well, that's not the way I should be, and I apologize to you, Dale, personally. It's okay. I mean, you know, this that's you're just you're just throwing it back to uh like the slim you were in episode 45 yeah. when we did Death of Superman. You're just trying to keep it in circle, keep it the in joke. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah, some- just for doing that, I'm going to endorse you on LinkedIn for that. <laughs> Thank you. Was that my uh, my plus 1 in remorsefulness or uh, you endorse me in reflection? Reflection and also a sticking to the bit. <laughs> Plus one. Uh, we have one final living host, although I'm not sure how long that statement will be accurate. Jonesy, uh, he's he's come under the weather, as they say. He's got he's fallen ill with some kind of bug. I'm not sure if it's the Zika virus that's circulating. Oh. Jonesy loves beer. Welcome back. Maybe one final time. I don't know. Uh, it's too early to say. I've had my death rattle. You know, I'm still choking it out for the next, you know, 55 to, you know, 75 minutes here for you folks. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, barely holding on. Never had a head cold like this in my entire life that knocked me out for two days. I got upwards of 13 hours of sleep the last two nights. It's amazing. It's totally thrown my world off balance. Uh, but I'm happy to be here for the show. I, I'm, I'm happy to, if I may, feel vindicated about your need for sleep. I feel like we've come around. Well, this is certainly about you uh, and your vindication rather than my own personal <laughs> health. Plus one on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> we have a huge show. Bottom of the hour. Let's be honest, five minutes from now, probably. Absolutely. We're going to be We're getting getting, into the book club. Steamrolling this sucker tonight. It is huge. It's a huge book, almost 400 pages. Way back, episode 45, even Dale said it. We did Death of Superman. We had a high ho time. We all wondered uh, aloud how we could top it in episode 45. And finally. Right. Wait, is it episode 45? So we did exactly 200 episodes? Uh, yeah, I think. Holy cow. It's pretty amazing. Because then we just time to marinate. Four years, essentially. To kind of open the, uh, the curtain behind the scenes a little bit, did episode 45, then it was dropped on us. I believe that Mark couldn't be with us for the next four or five episodes, so we did the Reign of the Replacements. And had replacement hosts, and we, and we, and when I, when I say we thundered out that idea in minutes, I mean, mm. private G chat that Slim and I had going. I can I, mean, I can harken back. I think to it, it was uh, your Google Wave back then. Your own no, private wave. Jonesy, come on, no Google Wave. That that was a thing. Don't even tell that me was that wasn't a thing. a thing. That was a big thing. Yeah, it was huge. That was as well, that's older than paper keg. It's been gone longer than paper keg has been around. I believe. Keep in mind, we can still research GChat logs from way back. I think if you search a word in, in Google, if it's in your GChat, it'll, it'll pop up. Mm-hmm. Food for thought for anyone that maybe needs to delete their GChats. I don't know. Hey. FYI. Everything's out there. Okay. Both Just of my so eyebrows are raised looking at you two. <laughs> FYI. Uh, for the record, things, I don't know how guys, to use Google it. Chat, so I'm not concerned <laughs> that it'll be used chat, against me. I love it. Oh boy! I remember the Return of the Superman episode, or not Return of the Superman, the Reign of the Replacements. Um, I, I feel like I'm so excited to talk about this book because I just want to blurt out something about um, the Super Return of the Superman. I want to get right into this book club right now, unless you guys have something you want to talk about that's just burning, not um, like the Seek of Virus. Do you during the Reign of the Replacement host? It's funny, Slim. Do you, do you remember the night that? Jonesy had to cancel on us last minute and you were fuming. Remember that? And we were so PO'd that night. We never even mentioned that he was a host on this show I remember the entire that, episode. Yeah. Early on, that was our that was our subtle troll to Jonesy was to not just really not sure even mention his why name. Why this even matters right now? Why are we bringing this up? <laughs> that was the night I had to cancel because uh, my wife had morning sickness and we just found out we were pregnant. And yeah, I remember. And you guys, I, think, I don't even know if that's really accurate. Jonesy's yeah. just trying to think oh, of whatever excuse accurate. he can come up with that would make right. us look bad. We're we doing it all on your own. That was what was the night where we? I think we we told the story so many times, but for the night we were like, oh, that was the night we took the extended hiatus, where we like recorded. Oh, in that red hot epi- attic. Yeah, we recorded an episode saying how it was the end, but we never posted it. Do you remember what that story was? I don't even remember now. No. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember was that the story. It? I feel like it might have been, or the week before the extended hiatus. I feel like we we recorded. No, we definitely did. We definitely talked. It was like an hour and a half, like just from the hip. Like we loved it, but it's impossible to get three people together or four people together every week. So instead of like doing these, um, what were we doing back then? Like just fireside episodes. Right. Like we couldn't sustain that pee poor quality anymore. But there was something. There was something more to that. I feel like, yeah, like there was a reason why we yeah. didn't post it. It yeah, was probably, it was probably like really negative or something like that. I don't remember. You know, we were all different back then. Why are we dredging this up, Dale? What That's was a, the, you know, the the point of bringing this up, Dale? <laughs> I did bring that part up. 
<laughs> maybe people don't even realize, but this, I, I feel like I, I'll tell the story maybe every 50 episodes, but we used to record this show locally in each other's homes, two episodes yeah. a sitting. So we would have two, two weeks of episodes queued up and we'd have to drive more than likely a 90 minute drive each way to the person's house. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. then scheduling the show was really tough. If, if yeah. I could maybe be um, an understatement. Newborns were had. I mean. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's hard for us. Like, we have last minute cancellations and we do it remotely. We would have that where we have to really schedule with our wives. I'm going to go to, you know, so-and-so's house for four hours. Mm-hmm. And then when yeah. that is canceled last minute, that's like really stressful. Yeah. yeah. But, so eventually we, we decided to go on extended hiatus to, I, who was being born then? That was when was Jack was being born. And because uh, we weren't sure if Skype was going to work out, if the dynamic yeah. was going to be different. So that's it. Uh, we're still here. 200 some ep- episodes later. Sort of. We're so, sort of here. Shells is rough yeah. ourselves. You know, friendships. I mean, forgotten, lost. You saw it on Twitter. Catcher asked if this was the funeral for a podcast, and Dale almost poopied in his pants. I knew it. I knew I should have even never. Somebody can see the association, start making it, and then of course Slim's like, mm, you know, I've been thinking, uh, <laughs> what was their idea is now my idea, and I've, I, it was my original idea, and now I think it's a really good thing. Maybe we could just bow out and blah blah blah, and I just see it all. I see it all from my eyes. Like this is what how it's going down. Goodbye, everybody. This is the heartfelt fireside. It's been fun. Let's, rec- let's get it on tape. I figured out my faux pas from last week. Yeah. I uh, copied and pasted into the Patreon app on my phone. That must have like, gone to home screen to do something else and just never posted it. Uh, you, you probably Googled how little sleep can I have and still live for another right. 10 years. Yeah. I think. What is the baseline of sleep that I need to still function <laughs> as a human? And can it, well, how can I achieve that? Can it's like I, golf. I'm trying to get yeah. the lowest score. Can I achieve a state in Kung Fu that replaces sleep? <laughs> If I could, I'd do it. All right. We need to, let's move into Funeral for a Friend. This is the follow-up to Death of Superman. It ran over scads of Superman titles for a period of time. This is the exact fallout of his death. Jonesy, bring us back there. So, Superman fights Doomsday all across the continental U.S. They have a knockdown, drag-out fight uh, to which Superman's batteries are depleted you know he's a yellow sun dynamo and uh you know he gets to e you know he's like at the five percent mark where apple's like you have five percent left but guess what we're shutting the phone down anyway uh so he gets shut down essentially ostensibly (laughs) however you want to say it uh and doomsday and superman essentially kill each other in battle in the heat of battle so what's left then are 376 pages of what do we do now and it is essentially every uh g-list hero that is still left in the wake of metropolis uh with maybe the exception of supergirl um has to pick up the pieces and uh they begin by you know going through the five stages of grief they doubt that superman can possibly die you know, then they're, uh, I don't know what the five stages are. Let's just say I rattled all through them. <laughs> I edited in me talking about uh, the five stages. So what we have then is kind of everybody's take on what it means to have a world without Superman. Uh, there's some great you moments. Edit, you should edit in like some uh, like kung fu teacher accent on the five <laughs> stages of grief and just play it off as Jonesy's voice. Um. A young boy, son of a furniture maker, uh, began his journey to the Shaolin Temple. And upon entering... Okay, so anyway. um, So the world is without a Superman. So how does everyone cope? Uh, You know, there's some great moments in this book where Lois Lane is comforted by the Kents. uh, You know, and the B or C list superheroes, kind of the antithesis of that, kind of like Rob is grave... And there's all this scientific mumbo jumbo by a, a Lex Luthor who is not Lex Luthor but is Lex Luthor's son, and he is uh you know adamant 
about somehow protecting Superman's legacy. But if you get through all that muck and mire, uh, the book ends on quite a uplifting note. Uh, Jonathan Kent uh, has a, you know like a heart attack in a field, and he's going into the light, and there's Kal El to guide him. He's like, you know what? I'm stuck in the in the in between. You're here with me. We're gonna go, you know, to the other side together. And Jonathan Kent essentially talks Superman into coming back to life. And in the final scene, we see Lois Lane, you know, flying on a jet back to Metropolis. And there's a blue streak of a flying man near the plane. And could Superman have returned? (laughs) Is the funeral for a friend even necessary at this point? DC Comics funeral for a friend. Bravo. Bravissimo, Jonesy. Even sick, I still have it, you know? I I am of so many conflicting th- trains of thought on this book. Uh, so if I just start spitting it all out, like uh, like I'm some sort of brainstorming on a whiteboard, just hear me out, listening audience, okay? I mean... Just, let's just go through the paces here, guys, okay? Okay, ready. Funeral for a friend. The cover makes you want to choke up all these people in the DCU, most of some of them recognizable, being pallbearers for Superman's coffin. And from there, I mean, like, okay, here, here's the way I see it for this uh, event. All right. This is most certainly uh, f- f- foundationed in the Superman titles. It is a Superman event, sure, but Superman has died here. Okay. So, to me, like only the. A third of this entire book was any has any sort of relevance in being in an event called Funeral for a Friend. I completely, I mean, I understand. I think what DC was trying to do with the Superman titles while Superman <laughs> was dead, right? And that's have Supergirl star in them with uh, the beautiful Lex Luthor being her mm-hmm. puppet master. They both are amazing together. <laughs> but the chemistry is undeniable. Rav- ravishing. But two-thirds of the storyline in this in this storyline <laughs> is so nonplussing and so not like it doesn't have and anything. Dare I to say do. unintelligible? <laughs> On all if, that, if I could play devil's advocate, because no, he not, loved it, I think that the banner of funeral for a friend is misleading. In that, that this is a continuous event that you need to read in order. I think like, I feel right. like I think the banner yes is like this has to do with the fallout of Superman's death, and you could read it if you want. That's cool. We right. don't really care. Be, you're you're absolutely right, and I was angry. I almost bought the uh, the omnibus, the, the the death of Superman saga omnibus. My God! But it's all like you're. It's all misleading. It makes me wonder how much more the event event is misleading. Hmm. Because I like the first two or three issues that dealt with like actually like cleaning up a dead superman off of the concrete was like super relevant and applied great. like loved it it was great like the thought process that the writers had was <laughs> ran the gamut like how are we going to get him off the ground how are we going to perform an autopsy how are we going to uh spin this and how is the world going to handle like the but like how is news going to catch on that fast and i loved all that stuff it was so sincere and so well thought out. But it couldn't it, really have been, this whole thing could have been four issues, and it's eight. It, yes, it honestly could have. 
I felt like it was 14. Do you remember when Human Garbage Guy Gardner had his own three-issue arc to some benefit? Yeah, like that pumpkin pie haircutted freak had like... (laughs) Where is... What was his three-issue arc? He's Guy Gardner. He's like, Superman wasn't so great. And it was like it takes, three pages. Yeah, I feel like it felt like three issues. <laughs> <laughs> he had maybe three pages, and one of which he was reuniting a a, a son and a dying mother. Two and a half pages poor, too long. Poor hey. ugly guy Gardner. That guy is heinous looking. Yeah, I mean, I feel is. terrible saying it, but I feel like he's gotten super better looking over the years. But this era guy Gardner is really just tough to look at. And what is he not a Green Lantern? Is he Yellow Lantern? Is he just or is he Guy Gardner Lantern? What explain to me his I powers? Think he's Gardner in this Lantern. Book. Yeah, Gardner Lantern. That's he just has one. Guy Gardner powers that are equally equal <laughs> to Green Lanterns. What did we think of Death of Superman? Sorry, Do, guys. Does anyone Dayquil. remember? It's a Dayquil talking. I think I liked Death of Superman because it really was a who's who of the DCU trying to aid him. In this four day battle with Doomsday. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, I, see, all the stars of the DC universe, we we're going to use none of them for the follow up. Yeah, it's funny because I remember reading, I started this and all the like Flash appeared, Batman appeared. And in my head, I was like, where the F were you guys during Death of Superman? And now <laughs> yeah, that I think right, about yeah. it, <laughs> what the heck were you doing? And, you know, as I read it, I realized that like Death of Superman. I think I'm on the wiki now. It, it only lasted like two months, October to three months, October to November. Well, funeral so for I a friend is did, eight months. So this is it's three long, quarters yeah. of a year yeah, on the, the cleanup. The, the actual death portion, if I recall correctly, it happened really fast. Like it could have happened over like, you know, a 12 hour period, maybe like the actual battle. Yeah. So I guess I understand like that maybe, I don't know, maybe they, they were pooping or something. But the the first issue where they're the first issue I felt was great. Mm-hmm. All of them are just kind of staring around, standing around his dead body, and the, the location never really changes. It's like the whole issue of people just freaking out that he's dead. Like, what do we do now? And I felt like yeah. that was fantastic. Yeah, it was so perfectly paced because it, I mean, yes, absolutely devote a whole issue for that because people. How are people not going to be freaked out for at least a comic book issue's worth and like leaving him there? And do they try to perform CPR? Who takes the body away? Who, what do you do with it? That kind of stuff. Yeah, like Lois freaking out in, you know, to the point where she almost blurts out that he's Clark and vice versa. Like she needs to be like slapped because she's like losing it essentially. But the over, overall, and back to your other previous comment about reading it it's not really an event i wonder what this would have read like if we had only read you know man of steel's issues like in a row and then mm-hmm. went and read you know superman in a row i wonder what that experience would have felt like because i think the next trade is reign of the supermen and i don't really know if that is like also a, an event that's probably just a collection of maybe the first four issues of those four titles i don't know um but overall i enjoyed it especially uh, anything that wasn't really the Kents wasn't so hot, but the Kent stuff. Yeah, I agree. Was phenomenal. The I Kent felt. stuff was next level, I, like next level emotional. Like shockingly, to not know, like there's there's some point where they're like, oh, this has got to be a gimmick. You know, it's a superhero world. This happens all the time. He's not really dead, and we just have to wait until he contacts mm-hmm. us. And then that slow fear that you feel like is like a pit in your gut with them as you realize, oh no, this is this is not he is not coming back. What do we do? Uh, and they are like they are like the last people to not not, not know, but like they're like Superman's no longer theirs. Like, they're sharing Superman with the rest of the world. So, they're just two old little people from Kansas. Like, they're, they have no, they can't, like. They're not like, involved. 
Yeah, so they can only mourn Clark the way, like, that, the only way they can, like, in private, and it kind of sucks. The the page where they're watching the TV in Smallville, I mean, the pacing of their issues was just tremendous. And the fact that the phones were down and Lois was conflicted about calling them because she didn't know how to react. She didn't know what that conversation was going to be like. You know, your son's dead. And I mean, how often in in DC, DC and Marvel do you have a, essentially a long storyline, maybe like four or five issues in this trade, of parents grieving over the loss of their child? Yeah. Like, that's just not a story you read in the big two. And I felt like the dynamic where they buried his belongings, they eventually like went out to the farm and buried what they had of him because they were upset where they were, they were coming to grips with the fact that he was being buried in Metropolis and not in Smallville. So they were burying his belongings. And they got so low that, like, you know, what's the point of going on anymore? And, you know, who do we have to to look after and worry about? And then Lois calls. And uh, Ma Kent was like, you know, Jonathan, she needs us. And I was like, I literally teared up at that scene. I felt that was so perfect. The dynamic where Lois was grieving and they're like they're looking for something to have them keep going and Lois called yeah. them and they and they found that reason to keep going and it was to help Lois. I thought that was Amazing. unbelievable. Yeah and and also the uh, the mixing in with Lana Lang like this she's just somebody that like is so kind of I don't want to say irrelevant but she's she's not a character and for her to like pay her sympathies and call the Kents and end up in uh Metropolis too like they go to Metropolis and uh, they're in Clark's apartment to look after Lois and stuff like that. That's that was all. I mean, the best story that could have been told, given their circumstances, where you know Clark, they can't have Clark, and they can't bury Clark, and mm-hmm. and they didn't, they couldn't say goodbye to him, and all that stuff. And the Jonathan story towards the end, where he has like a heart attack or something, and. I felt that was paced really well because you could kind of almost see that he was losing grip on things. He was seeing young Clark. He was replaying flashbacks, all tremendous. Mm -hmm. And then he had that story where he kind of meets Clark in the afterlife and he tries to bring him back. I felt like that was also great. I feel like just the Kent stuff could have been collected. Whatever issues the Kents were in, you could just collect that as Funeral for a Friend. It would have been amazing. Right. So big question that I have. Uh, Dale, you want to go ahead first? Yeah, I think I was just going to say, uh, you know, if they could have gotten more specific with the funeral for a friend, the funeral issues, and then, like, the issues of Superman that took place six months after his death that featured uh, Supergirl and Lex Luthor or that dude Rodrigo or Bibbo, the bar owner, or the Morlocks under the city. You mean like, the underdwellers? Yeah, yeah. Not Morlocks. <laughs> right, you sure. Uh, <laughs> like, all that stuff was just so... I was expecting, like, this is how the DCU mourns Superman. And they touched on that, and they gave they gave Clark's parents their due, they gave Lois their due but like i wanted to see the heroes mourning and putting like reminiscing and just like how does the superhero community come together for like an issue or two i wonder if they did do that and maybe it just wasn't in the superman family of titles because that makes it drove me crazy to know like what the heck was going on in batman or green lantern while superman died like that had to have been line wide and i was angry that it wasn't in here and why you know why isn't bruce walking down to the bat cave and seeing their chess game and him putting the king down and shedding a tear and like where was that moment my funeral for a friend the the i the i'm so torn on those issues because the parts where the citizens and bibbo started like looking out for others for strangers i felt like those issues were real those scenes were really done but then like every time a superhero would swoop in like nightwing 
or Robin, they'd always exclaim like, I can't believe he's gone. It feels like just yesterday we've met together for the first time. And it was like every scene where some superhero swooped in, they would have that line. Yeah. I had to ask, Nightwing with his Billy detective- Ray Cyrus hair. <laughs> <laughs> so does it explain in this book how Superman is able to come back? Or is it you really know, just he was cosmically convinced by his dad to come well, back? Well, he from do, the it's, he doesn't really come back in that scene. That the the end of this leads into the reign of the Superman, where the Superboy appears and he claims to be the Superman, Cyborg, the Eradicator, Eradicator, and then Steel. I think mm-hmm. Eradicator is what he's just the ship, right? He's like a sentient. Spacecraft I don't remember. I know the robot turned out to be the mind of Metallo, I think, in the body of, in like the corpse of Superman. I feel like it might have been, or a clone corpse of Superman or something like that. Mm. But I honestly, like, I would love for us to read Rain of the Superman after this. I'm so jacked on this this period that I, I'm Only totally if we could do Superman. Electric Superman right after. <laughs> well, after Reign of the Superman, I think they broke it out into Return of Superman, yeah. which I don't know if we would want to read after reading Reign of the Superman. God, we have like 70 more issues to tackle on that 9,000 <laughs> more pages of The oh. Guardian. But I think the gist is, if I recall, it had to do with some kind of weird Kryptonian um, mm-hmm. thing yeah. that always happened, or it's part of their history where you you die but you're not really dead and something brings you back. I don't recall, but it was some kind of... Lois brings a green crystal to your apartment after being scratched by Nuclear Man (laughs) and it revives you. I do remember that he came back with long hair, though. That was the big thing. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Because that makes total sense because his hair grows while he's dead. Well, I mean, the Kryptonian rebirth process obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, ages your hair. And you and, were and just that. issued solar shades. <laughs> I remember. Solar shades. I remember when the Electric Superman was announced, and my dad showed me it for the first time in the newspaper. It had a newspaper article, and that's how I first read wow. it. And they had that like Dan Dan Jurgens drawing of him standing there, and I was like, "What is going on?" I could do you <laughs> one better. The first time I saw that cover, it was on QVC. Wow. Oh, yes. Remember when QVC huge. was like, this is going to be a huge number one issue. It's going to be worth X thousand dollars, you know, in 2020. Yeah, now, Dan, now, what's his name? Dan or Bob Bowersox uh, <laughs> selling the uh, selling the comic on QVC. I think I read the, the metal, the robot Superman issues. I think those are the only ones I read. And I remember being... They were B.A. They were. I remember be- feeling so badly for Lois because, like, she had to deal with this half robot skull <laughs> Clark, and he said, "Like, I'm back, Lois." And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> "Maybe go back into that coffin and come back." <laughs> because I can't remember if Robot Superman remembered that she knew his secret identity or whatever. So I can't remember if that like tipped their hat or like he didn't remember her. I, I really want to read it and find out, like, ASAP. I think we should. I think we absolutely should. You know what I think we should Masters do is commit Odessa. to doing Reign of Superman right now, and then Monday you guys let me know you picked another book. Okay. Oh, boy. Jonesy's going to start reading. No, this is a situation where Jonesy would read Electric Superman because he brought it up once. And then, I'm ready to go. Electric Superman. I thought that was a book club. <laughs> I thought we confirmed on the show, on the air. Right, guys? <laughs> go to the tape. Yeah, we'll check that tape. Don't you worry about that. Yeah. But the... So, what do you think of the... I mean, the the fashion choice and the hair choice of Lex Luthor's second... Oh, yeah. ...aside. Like, it was Lex Luthor in a younger body, I guess. Uh, like, did I guess that wrong, or did they sometimes have a Scottish accent by the way it was written? Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, his some t- Lex Luthor's sometimes Scottish accent was... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Did I worry about it, Slim? Did I worry about it? Like, why? <laughs> I Like, they didn't even really reveal to us, the reader, 
that he was a clone or he had the brain in a clone's body until like maybe page 400. Yeah. But even then, they don't explain why he's got an accent or... Uh I mean, for the benefit of the reader, I feel like you might have to explain that every three issues just in case. Oh, yeah. Or the fact that he looks like the cowardly lion with his hair (laughs) everywhere. I don't know. It just felt... He was like Charlie and with his angel trying to figure out, trying to keep Superman put. Like, he didn't want anybody else to steal Superman's body, but he wanted Superman dead. Like, that's what you eventually find out. He's not this uh, philanthropist uh, guy. But, yeah. It like was, I, I liked that he was upset that he didn't kill him. Yeah. Like he didn't have the opportunity. And it took me f- until, like, the last next to last arc i it totally blew my mind that he was lex luther in a sexier body and he was <laughs> having sex with a visage of superman supergirl like he has supergirl as his lover like that's like the weirdest mind f ever <laughs> like, but that's I totally like lex was, luther without it a doubt is, it is and i just couldn't wrap my head around it until there was one page at the end yeah where the, he's Supergirl's like sitting on his lap, and I was like, "Whoa, he's essentially with Superman right now," and it like oh I couldn't, my God. couldn't deal with it. And and the uh, the what about the like the standout line when Supergirl's like in some kind of trouble in Superman's tomb, and she refers to him as sexy, like over the microphone, like "Look, sexy, I don't the coffin's not here." Like, why did you? <laughs> that doesn't even apply right now. I don't Look, think sexy. Ma- married like for five with my wife for ten. I don't think I've ever offhand referred to it as just "Hey, sexy, how's it going?" All right. People don't talk like that. No, I've only referred to my wife as Amanda. Period. <laughs> right. End of story. Their yeah, their dynamic. I don't. Supergirl is just a weird character in general. You might want to bleep that out. Go back and edit that out. <laughs> It was, and it was even weirder because, like, you found out that she had all these powers that Superman didn't have, like, through her audible dialogues to other people. I could have changed shape and, like, like she would just say her yeah, powers out well, loud. Is so she you would know. a clone, like, that just predominantly takes the shape of a Supergirl? I still don't even understand. Yeah, good. Because she got, I remember in Death of Superman, remember she got punched. And her like skin flew off, oh, and she yeah, lost yeah. the power to shapeshift. That's right. And she yeah. was that ugly alien, like corpse body. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that was that was that was really funny. So I don't even know if she really was Supergirl, or if that's just some Lex Luthor machinations mm-hmm. happening. Yeah, weird time. It it's just like cat. Have a Cadmus. What do you think of the Cadmus stuff? Um, how about the listen, weird? Nobody care. Nobody cares about the Guardian. All right. No. I'm just you're all thinking it. I'm saying it. What about Crime Buster or Gangbuster? Or that guy's you mean name was? Guardian and Crime Buster, poor man's Captain America and Daredevil. You mean essentially? I mean, those are like grade E versions yeah. of yeah. I mean, anybody. But presented like, here, presented here, like, like, the, like they uh, could McDonald's stop Batman. Movie. Like they're like Gangbuster, honed skill. Martial artist, you're like this guy could take down Batman. No, he can't. He's a piece of human trash in a red suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and his symbol is a fist with a cross through it. Get out of here. Oh, he's like geez. the gr- he's whatever grade meat that the meat coming through the uh, chicken nugget machine that Ad Custom always tweets you, <laughs> like that level of chicken and ammonia. Just to be clear, that is not really McDonald's meat. McDonald's serves grade A meat. Chicken meat, white meat. Sure, we love you. If you if we're open for you sponsorship. sponsorship, they should have called him. We'll do a show at McDonald's. Ammonia Buster is what they should have called him. <laughs> we'll do. We should do. We do McDonald's national tour. Absolutely, show in a different McDonald's. Tell you what, every episode, I'll eat a twenty piece nug to help sell as many twenty piece nugs as I can, barbecue <laughs> sauce included. Um, thank you for you making that, that sacrifice. <laughs> Sometimes you got to take one for the team. Mm-hmm. You know, we have suffered nothing, and this man every week gets himself a 20 piece nug. Sometimes barbecue sauce included, as he oh, would say. Jeez. I mean, their, their strawberry smoothies are pretty good, too. You know, maybe you're working late in Trenton. You're coming home from the Trenton train. You stop by the McDonald's, you get yourself a 
strawberry smoothie with french fries. <laughs> You're feeling better about life. Mm-hmm. You throw Tell it you. all in the trash before you get home. <laughs> you know? Uh, you know. Yeah, I was hey. going through, I had to use the bathroom so hard coming home tonight. Like, if I didn't use the bathroom here, it's gonna be, I'm gonna be in big trouble on the 40 minute drive home. <laughs> I wouldn't even use that Trenton bathroom. That Trenton bathroom wow. has not been cleaned in what feels like three decades. The wow. smell, it's like almost as bad as the Penn Station bathroom. You're here first. We I'm pretty sure in, they uh, mitered the walls with actual piss. <laughs> I looked in God. on one of the toilet seats, and it was so discolored brown. Oh, oh gosh! That I, it was uh, <laughs> that I had to go immediately get a twenty-piece nug to wash the taste out of my mouth. <laughs> right, and just help the poop go away. <laughs> help the poop get come back into your stomach. That's what twenty-piece nuggets will exactly do. Right. Exactly 60 minutes later, I was in the toilet. That's how it works. <laughs> Having the time of my life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh mercy. What else we got for a funeral for a friend? The Cadmus We stuff. got your letter. No, no, the Cadmus kids, the newsboys. That what was some weird was stuff. That? That was really weird. Tonally didn't fit at all. Like anyway. this is the like uh, that all that craziness makes me picture around this time had Superman not died or whatever like these would have been the regulars in the comic and how random and cheesy I guess that's the Superman cast of characters at that time maybe I know yeah. Star Labs and Cadmus were big I remember the Underworlders Undergrounders I don't know what the heck their name was. But I also envision like Storm had to fight the leader of it of one. <laughs> <laughs> the uh I remember I would I would imagine that, that whatever issues we read the Cadmus Kids stuff in the newsboys, that one had to have been like the PG fun Superman book. <laughs> like right. Superman gets mixed up with kind of zany stories and you know, he's got to deal with it and with a smile on his face. Like, I feel like that was like the G rated title, and those were those issues. <laughs> yeah, that's the only, <laughs> yes, exactly. Star, Star, I guess Star Labs was like their shield almost, like a, a nerdier shield. Yeah, I get that feeling because it, it's, it's dropped a lot and it's used in several different like purposes or uh, like scapegoaty kind of mm-hmm. excuses why Star Labs would be involved. Star Labs. Which is Dr. Cool. Tina McGee. You know, let's get it. If we, maybe we should get in the letters. We got to preserve Jonesy's health as much as possible. I know Jonesy's um, ready I'm to. barely keeping it together. He's 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 falling hard, folks. Funeral so no rocket tonight, Jonesy. Well, I mean, let's not get crazy. I mean, I could put some slippers on and go down there and see how, how long I could last. We got your letters. I'm gonna I'm open gonna them, open them up. Farrington's gonna read them to you. To you. Amazing PNS. Jonesy loves beer. Letters at com. I came up with that riff right off the cuff that day, that sweaty day in my apartment when we recorded those. Bumpers. Those are the hottest days I've ever felt. Hands down. I, uh, as the British would say, my walls were made of aluminium. It was so hot in there. <laughs> Speaking of Brits, uh, this letter comes to us uh, from subject line, Meteor Man, question mark, exclamation point, question mark. Uh, in parentheses, I'm still catching up on your podcast. Uh, Greetings, fellas. I've recently been introduced to your podcast. I've been working through your extensive library nonstop. I just finished your uh, episode revealing the 1993 classic Meteor Man. I remember taping that like a boss when it was replayed on television as a kid with my brother. Uh, shortly after that, we lent it to a friend who really wanted to see it. A month later, we received the tape back to find that our friend had taped over it with monster sharks. Long story short, everything worked out for the better. Uh, <laughs> uh, keep up the good work. And that's Neil at Dino Neil Man on Twitter. Uh, thank you for that letter. It cheered me up through my sickness mire. Uh, Dino Neil Man. It really got me back from the edge. 
uh, yeah, Neil, like a like a boss, you did just that, and your friend, you know, really <laughs> screwed things up, huh? To the monster trucks. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Just uh, maybe the brother didn't see Meteor Man yet, so they were like chomping at the bit to get that tape back. We did and Meteor then, Man fairly recently. I mean, if Neil's been like powerhousing through the old stuff, man, he's almost near the end. Quote, good grief. Quote, unquote. Yeah, good good on you. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> it's fine. It's always been our dream to deliver 245 episodes. Everyone knows that. Mm. It's in the bylaws. <laughs> Is that it for letters? I think I think we only had one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I got one this week, but that's fine. No listener lightning rounds. They, you know, unfortunately, yeah. there's my favorite. Everyone, Everyone knows. knows that's your favorite. Everybody knows that. I don't play coy about that. I don't. Next week, could it be? You know, maybe we'll do Rain of the Superman. Yeah? Mm, maybe think, we won't. Maybe let's leave it hanging until Monday, 11 o'clock p.m. Oh, Slim's just, computer just... Reboot it again. Uh, it logs. It's locking me out. I'm just gonna leave. I'll leave all this in here since this is this is the end of the episode. People are wondering why the music skipped. My computer has been logging me out. And you're a tech reason. guy, so that's it's not crazy rebooting. That it's like logging me out. Yeah, I've never seen it before. Yeah, I'm rattled. That's that should that should frighten you, Gen Z. Should frighten you to your core. <laughs> well, it's weird. the 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 video on my lap on my desk, my computer, like it like flickers in certain screens. Like the the menu goes black and starts flickering. So I don't know what the heck's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, Gen Z. What's your diagnosis on that? That's your uh, that's your base cord. Um, probably touching grounding out some of your uh uh yeah. you know mm-hmm. other sure. components mm-hmm. <laughs> you know your uh yeah it's that copper wiring you know copper wiring yeah, i'll look into that your contactors are probably dirty rain of the supermen next yeah, week I recommend, your thoughts yeah. will you be with us next week uh living yes uh hopefully i mean it's we're getting to zero hour here. Zero Mr. hour. Maybe we should do zero uh, hour after uh, Rain of the Superman. Uh, Rain of the Superman. I've already purchased it digitally, so please let's do it. And uh, yeah, let's have a great episode where we talk about the raining. You know, also something happened. Dale saw the movie uh, recently. Any thoughts on uh, Batman versus Superman: The Dawn of Justice? My God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to. Uh, you guys talked about it, I think, last week at some length, but I either wanted to like it more or hate it more. You know, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it because. Because the internet told you to? Because the internet told me to, yeah. But I also didn't love it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't hate it or love it because, you know, Batman put definitely put bullets into people. I did, like I didn't. I just I was unfeeling about that. Murder, murdered people. Spoilers, everybody. Yeah. Please do not listen to this, <laughs> Jonesy. <laughs> yeah, I, I. I think there. No, go ahead. I think there should have been two movies before this one. Uh, first one basically a shot for shot remake of the first avenger uh, starring wonder woman where she uh you know is in some kind of war and then decides she needs to take it you know tap out for a little bit because you know maybe a super being shouldn't be involved in humankind's warfare so she taps out goes back to themisera no we don't see her again to this film and uh i think there should have been a legends of the dark knight movie mm. maybe two hours with three 40-minute vignettes about, you know, Batman during his career. And I think the end shot 
you know, maybe the climax is the beginning of BVS where it's like uh, Man of Steel, the end of Man of Steel, kind of revisited in this Legends movie. Maybe Bruce has got a big old beard, you know? And at the end of the movie, the climax is Alfred going, when did you shave? Mm -hmm. And it's that great moment from DKR where he's like ready to suit up again. Wow. You know, just a thought. That is one of the... I don't even know how to describe what I just heard. Mm -hmm. But I am aware that Jonesy is on a lot of medication. (laughs) How about um, when, you know, you find out that like... Lex Luthor's personal data Ugh. center is like right off the dining room underneath, right off the kitchen underneath the dining room in his house. Like that's where it keeps his servers? Come on. Yeah. Weird. In plain view. Yeah. Yeah, as an IT guy, I can see how that would be annoying. Unless that's just the tried and true excuse for that is that he's just so cocky. <laughs> right. He can get away with he's that. do anything. One of, I don't even want to talk about Jesse Eisenberg's performance in that film. I just can't. can't. No, you can't. There had to have been somebody on set, whether it be casting, you know, you're doing your live reads, you're all around a table together. Someone <laughs> had to have been Jess, Jesse. Come on. <laughs> right. Let's, 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 let's take a different road for this one. <laughs> right. Let's try something. Let's try. Give me a few other ones. Give you a few other versions of this. Can you picture story. like at least three quarters of the cast and crew, like a cheeks clenched together. Every time, like, Jesse thinks this is how the character's going to work. And they're just, like, clenched and worried that uh, this is going to be the way it is. I'm pretty sure at that same table read, you know, Jesse would do some kooky line like the red capes are coming. Ben Affleck would just look towards Zack Snyder and Zach would just shut him up with a pile of cash. I feel like his right. his just take this. He was just told, I got don't this. worry, take you'll this. get to direct your own movie. Ben, just wait this one out. Ben, right? Ben, ben. yeah, yeah. Ben, <laughs> no, Ben. Come on, Ben. He start like he start like getting ben, up. Stop like, ben, walking away. Stop no, walking away ben. from me, Ben. Oh, uh, this is so super unrelated. But I did. I forgot to tweet about it. But uh, it took me up until. Easter dinner 2016 to have a Gone Girl spoiled for me and then somebody, my family member right across the table from me just completely blasted me in the face with was the spoilers it your, of Gone Girl. Was it ever in your plans to watch Gone Girl? Sure. Yeah, he, he, I feel like it's been out for two that. years. They should have been aware. Sure. Yeah. My, uh, just FYI, my computer's doing the same thing again. It could log me off at any moment. Let's let's wrap it let's up. Wrap it In up. fact, let's wrap it up mid-sentence. Let's wrap it up right now. Maybe we play one or two games of Rocket League. What do we th- What do we think? Rocket League or are we going to bed? Mm. Oh. My my wife is requesting that I help her with the okay. baby. Let's, let's, so, maybe we I'm hold out. off Thursday night. Yeah. That's tomorrow night. Same same date. What time is it? We can get the whole Rocket crew back together time. again. Mm, I could... I would probably sacrifice yeah. sleep for that. I, mean, I should go to bed tonight. Fudge. I got to get up at 520 tomorrow. But if we get the crew back together again tomorrow night, what time the pliers play? Seven? <laughs> pliers time play. the pliers play. It might be an 8 o'clock game. I'm not sure. So it could be wrapping up around 10 p.m., give or take. If my you know, we'll see. broken body I may already be in can bed make it then, to Kung Fu tomorrow, that would be fine. Okay. I might not go. Jonesy's I don't want to get everybody Jonesy's sick. Jonesy's in. Dale. Think of you know. Think about your plans. Think of if you want to be the only man not in getting the band back together. Uh, God damn, we have we have a good ass night when we when we're all there. 